$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nation yeah, welcome to the modern reformation. Yeah, the bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here. Another Tuesday, super excited as always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start the show the same way, man, by thanking the listeners, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the bar, listening to the bar. Even my YouTube folks that watch the little squiggly lines with the, you know, because I don't send video. Even y'all folks, man, I want to give you all a shout out for checking out the bar. And like I do every week is bring you an awesome guest. Uh, this awesome guest is a uh, referral from my dear brother, Lee. Everybody know how much I love Lee Jones. It's like my my right hand man. And uh, he actually sent a special, special guest because we actually have his pastor on today. So we're going to get all the nitty gritty about Lee. But anyway, we have on my brother, none other than Ben. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Appreciate oh it. man, it's it's my pleasure, man. A lot of people don't know this is a fun fact, but my first name is Benjamin. I go by Dwayne. Is it really? It okay. is. Yeah, it is. Son Solid. of the right hand, Solid. man. Son of the right hand. That's right. Yes, sir. Good That's deal. Right. So Ben, man, let's jump in uh, and just kind of introduce yourself. Anything you want to share, personal, professional, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So my name's Ben. I'm a pastor in Ohio. Um, I grew up in the Detroit area and eventually made it out this way. And my wife is from this area. So that's kind of my connection here. Um, and like you said, we, we have a mutual friend, Lee. Uh, he actually attends the, the church I'm a pastor at. And so that's, that's our connection and sort of why I'm on the podcast now. Uh, and in terms of like what I have to share, uh, it's, it's a bit of a, a little bit of a story. I, I recorded an alternative rock album under the name, the band name of Exile in Eden. And the, the title of the album is called Love and Loss. And it is a, it's sort of a journal of my uh, journey in grief. Uh, so I'll share a little bit of where all this came from. Back in the summer of 2018, uh, a dear friend of mine was in a, a horrible 
accident where he was in an explosion um, and he was burned severely. Um, his whole body mm. was severely burned. Uh, it, it was horrible for everyone involved. Uh, uh, wife and five kids. Wow. Um, this is a, a terrible experience. Um, and uh, so he was in the hospital for five months in ICU. And there were some ups and downs with that, sometimes thinking he'd make it and sometimes thinking he wouldn't. And he eventually passed away in the December of, of 2018, like right before Christmas. Mm. Um, so it was a stressful, uh, horrible uh, experience. Um, and uh, from there, uh, my, my wife and I, we, we've got three kids right now at the time we had two we were trying to have another baby and so about a year later after that we found out that we're pregnant and a few months go by and uh, we see that there's maybe some issues happening and so we go into the doctor you know get checked up and see what's going on um, and we go in for an ultrasound and we find out that we're having twins Mm. And we also find out in that same moment that we're having twins that they're, they've both passed. Mm. Um, and that, and just sick of death, you know, and then actually sure. I, I had an opportunity to, um, when my friend was in the hospital, I, I would go and visit him and he was under a lot of uh, drugs and medication. So he was conscious to that, but wasn't able to speak back or anything. Um, and I went and said goodbye to him. And on that same day, my, my grandma, uh, who was in the area as well, was she was old. And it was as much as death makes sense, you know, it was time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so I actually said goodbye to my friend. And then right after that, went and said goodbye to my grandma. Wow. It was this really weird, like, uh, day of, of death and seeing you know, my friend, his time seemingly coming early in terms of our perspective sure. on things. And, and my grandma, it's like, she lived a, a long and fruitful life and um, yeah, what's going on. And uh, then about a year after that, I, I had the privilege of preaching my grandpa's funeral and uh, with COVID and we, we know people have passed and right. had friends and family pass away. And there's just been a lot of, death and suffering and pain. So the question came in of, as I'm working through this, like how, how do we as Christians grieve in a biblical way? Mm. Like what exactly, like, what does that look like? Right. How does, what does that practically look like? You know? And so what, after my friend was in this accident, I had just on my own, I have a guitar and I, for my own family, I wanted to learn a little bit so I could uh, lead some songs to my family. We we like to do like our bedtime routine with the kids is sing a few songs and read a passage of scripture and pray. So I wanted to be able to do singing a few songs like with the guitar. So I, that's where my journey with music sort of began. So I started wanting to learn some hymns. Uh, to be able to do that with my family. And what I found during that time of 
struggle and pain and uncertainty and stress uh, as I really enjoyed playing the guitar while being with the Lord, just my mm-hmm. own personal time with the Lord. And I pretty quickly uh, began to sing my own prayers, thoughts, experiences, and just sharing that with the Lord. And so that's where this album comes from. It's essentially those thoughts, prayers, and experiences uh, during all this time of uh, what I was going through. I, I have a friend who is a really talented musician. And so I would record stuff just on like voice memo on my phone and I would send it to him and he and I, uh, he loves the Lord and we, we encourage each other. And after a while I had built up uh, quite a bit of these songs and, and we decided together that oh, well, let's make an album out of this. And he very generously offered his time and experience and talent. Uh, and so wow. I have, so now I got this full, this full album that came out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, bro. Amazing. Yeah. Ain't he going front on you though? That little sad, little gloomy. <laughs> it is. But we got to deal with it, you yeah. know. And we're recording yeah, this I on mean, my the, birthday. So, so yeah, I'm I'm just gonna let you know this is a <laughs> still a tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this I mean, this is the the reality of life. Legit, legit. Um that we experience suffering and um, yeah, it's, it's been one of those things like intellectually speaking, like we know that we're going to experience the death of our friends. In fact, every person that we know we're going to, we'll know and love, we'll grieve them unless they're, unless they're grieving us because we're the ones that pass or unless the Lord comes back. That's true. And so, um, having a uh, understanding of how to process that and to grieve in a godly way is helpful. And yeah. so one, one of the verses I'll share this, um, I actually, one of the songs on the album is essentially a paraphrase of Psalm 56 mm. uh, that I wrote and the verse from Psalm 56 that then uh, drew me to do the, do a whole paraphrase of that Psalm is, was verse eight it says, you have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Mm. And it's just a wonderful, it's wonderful to know that, that God knows what's happening. Right. And that he cares. You've kept count of my tossing. This is, this is someone who uh, is struggling and is, mm-hmm. Tossing and turning in their sleep. Right. You know, there's a a rough thing happening in their life and they're crying Mm -hmm. out and the Lord knows. And even every tear he knows, and that's a great comfort. Um, And another passage, another passage that um, I wrote a song specifically about, my my friend who was in the accident uh, called the evidence of love. Um, that song comes from sort of inspired by John eleven with gotcha. uh, the death of Lazarus, the death of Lazarus, and so he, here's a, just a few things to think about in terms of how do we handle grief, um, and how do we handle even thinking about the sovereignty of God mm-hmm. in the midst of uh, tragedy. Um, so in, in, in verse 
14. So we have uh, Jesus and disciples and in verse 14 says, then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. And for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe. Let us go to him. Um, so th there's an interesting piece here. So Jesus is telling them, because first he says, like, he's fallen asleep, you know. Okay, but what he's meant is that he died. Right. And uh, and he actually he actually tells the disciples that he's glad, mm -hmm. um, which is sort of a strange. Right. This, like, this is his friend. You know, why, like, why are you glad about this? Um, but he actually tells us the answer to that so that you may believe right like right. this is what this is what this is about mm -hmm. uh, this, this is about belief in jesus christ and who he is what he's done um and then later on and uh, we we have the famous verse in verse 35 jesus wept right, right. And, then, and then it says so the jews said see how he loved him so the, the grief that Jesus was experiencing in that moment. Uh, and he even knew that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead, uh, exactly. but, but he, but he still wept that that is the proper response um, to uh, grief and, and tragedy is, is, is to weep and to grieve. And that grief is an evidence of the love that we have for our friends or family, whoever it is that is, is past mm -hmm. and that this when we experience this um as believers we have this amazing hope in terms of grieving with hope that the lord is using us in the way so that there are people who may believe um in him uh, and we have this hope of eternal life <laughs> uh, so that that death is not the final uh, right. authority over our lives, but Jesus is uh, because of his complete and finished work on the cross. And so uh, th those are some things that specifically were, were helpful for me and working through um, grief. Wow. That's amazing, man. And, uh, and really, really cool points. Um, definitely going to make sure we link, the the album in the show notes so people can check it out um to to you know just kind of hear that played out uh like you said it's it's definitely yeah. something that we all experience we all got to go through uh, and we all yeah. have to uh you know we want to make sure we deal with it biblically um so right, right here we're going to take a, a quick break and we'll be right back friend ben and ben this is the lighter side of the show uh, where we ask our signature bar questions right, yeah these are three questions that we ask all of our guests and so uh the first signature bar question i'm actually going to switch it up for you um let me get it pulled up here okay. wrote it down so the first signature bar question is do you like switch foot yes or no <laughs> oh i absolutely do yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but, so i 
I, I, I was born in 1990. Okay. I, I, uh, was raised in a Christian family. So Switchfoot was definitely a staple in terms of what I listened to. And they, yeah, that, uh, love their sound and, uh, yes. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Good deal. Lee set you up with that one, didn't Of course. He? Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? Yeah, I'm reading through uh, Concise Theology, which is it's sort of like a, a beginning into systematic theology. J.I. Packer uh, wrote mm. that. I would highly recommend it. It's great. Um, it goes through a bunch of different doctrines and, and the chapters are only like two pages about. So it feels really good. Like you feel like you're making a lot of process or progress as you're going through it. I'm also reading through a theology of biblical counseling by Heath Lambert. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, and also reading uh, the silver chair by CS Lewis. I like to have some fiction that I'm plugged into and I love CS Lewis. So nice. All yeah. right. Good deal. Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah, so I got to give a shout out to to Lee Reformed Meditations. Yeah, man. Go check him out. Uh, yeah, and then there's really only at this moment two others that I typically listen to. The Just Thinking podcast and Al Mohler's briefing I tend to be... Uh, if I see something there, I'll, I'll plug into those. And there's something that I want to um, encourage the listeners. There's a lot of great podcasts out there, a lot of great preachers out there. Uh, but I also want to encourage your listeners to dig into their own pastor's preaching. Um, listen, yeah, listen to your pastor's preaching. Yeah, And uh, he, he, is, he is praying over if he's worth his salt, right. He's praying over you and he's praying over the passage and he's speaking specifically to you as a part of the congregation. And yeah, so, so dig into that and take advantage of that. You have a, a loving uh, pastor who's caring for you and, and feeding you. Um, and he's going to know more about what's going on in your life and how to address that with the scriptures than, uh, potentially is, you know, someone else out there who's got a great podcast even, and that's great. You should supplement with that, but yeah, dig into your pastor's preaching. Definitely. That is number one here at the bar and even the network is uh podcast or supplementary um, as well as we highlight local pastors. We have a local pastor spotlight. Uh, we, we definitely yeah. uh, are big advocates for that. So, Hey, Brian, I mean, I'm sorry, Brian, Ben, I should know Ben is my name. <laughs> ben, yeah. I appreciate your time, yeah. my friend. Um, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. This has been super cool. Uh, we'll make sure we get all your information in the show notes, man. And I'm super grateful to the bar listeners. Thank you guys for listening yeah. to the bar. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday. Go to thebarpodcast.com. Uh, also, you can find us on YouTube. Just search the bar podcast. And until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out.